I'm Derek Wheatley and welcome to episode 177 of the Weekly Weekly Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us uh, wherever you are doing so. Thanks for listening to the drivel I came out with last week. Um, I, I was like, I, I put it up there uh, on Instagram there today, maybe, or the day before about like that was, I was so close to deleting the whole episode. Like it's a grand episode, but I was just, like very tired when I was doing it and um it was one of those ones I wanted to talk about that half marathon thing and stuff like that and you know get it off my chest uh but it's done now and it's in the bank and uh yeah uh you can support us on buy me a coffee if you want as well um we'll introduce this week's guest she is a painter and a country house restorer and her name is Maggie Deering how are you doing Maggie Hi, how are you, Derek? Thanks I'm very well. Me. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, we just cleared things up. I, uh, you know, I put my, I, you know, on Fridays, I always put up who's coming next. And I had Margaret and you go by Maggie. So that's what we're going to yeah. go by. <laughs> Is that fair? That's I fair. I always feel I'm in trouble if someone calls me Margaret. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those, like, because I've, like, you can't really do much with Derek. You know what I mean? Like my, I know my mom calls me Dare, but if you're, if you're, if you're in trouble, that's that whole thing of like, your mother or your father calling you by your full name I never really had that yeah. so I kind of I kind of feel I was missing out a little bit <laughs> a little yeah no um I just I suppose um I, when I was very young everyone called me Margaret um, and then I kind of it just kind of developed into Maggie and I kind of was more comfortable with Maggie I suppose than um than Margaret and I yeah. have an aunt um with the exact same names so it's she's Margaret Deering and I'm Margaret Deering so as a kind of a it's kind of easier to kind of if I go by Maggie she goes by Margaret and yeah kind of- differentiate between the two so we, you know who we'd be talking to if you're in a room together that's fair enough um so uh, Maggie as you know we always uh, start in the same place could you give us a, a short history of your upbringing please Okay, yeah. Um, so I am from Kildare. I'm from Castle Dermot in Kildare and I was brought up there on a dairy farm. My dad was a farmer um, and uh, I have a sister and two brothers. And yeah, um, I suppose my childhood would have been very much kind of on the farm and um, uh, kind of I suppose we were very free. Like when I think about it, we were very free. We would just kind of roam the fields and <laughs> You know, it was great. It was great. Um, and yeah, I, I I wish my own kids had that, but I don't think it's kind of like the, the life. Everything has changed so much. It just it doesn't. It, very few kids. I don't know if, if Annie would have that now, but it was great. And it, there was great freedom. And it was great for your your I think for your mind as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you know, even though you were just in the fields, and you were going through the hedges and you were looking for ponds and in the rivers and everything. You, you just kind of, um, you know, you're, you're in your head. It could be anywhere. You know, you you, you create like little worlds of your own. And we are with my cousins used to come down and we used to just have such fun. And, you know, you know, we built huts and we had like hideouts and camps and it was just great. Like, yeah, well, you know, that part of your childhood is, you know, it's great to have that freedom and the summers were long and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like, because we've had this conversation with different people who've come on and it's, it's the kind of country versus, I suppose, towns or cities debate like of um what i think of uh i i grew up in athlone and sword so you know they were both towns or well swords i suppose was a village then but we were in uh, around houses and stuff you know we weren't out in fields or whatever but we were kind of knocking around a bit and like you say you were around in the country and that and 
Do you think like now it's because, you know, you won't see it as much anymore because it's a safety concern? Or do you think like it's the child's choice? You know, that idea of like we always hear, oh, they prefer to be on their tablets or their um, PlayStations, whatever it might be. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Like, mm. um, I suppose there's a safety, definitely yeah. a safety concern. Um, and even like even with the farm, like back then, obviously it was dangerous, but we were told it was dangerous. But um, now there's huge machinery and there's on yeah. farms. It's, uh, that's all changed. Um, and, and even the farms have changed as in, you know, um, they're kind of big open fields now with crops in. And whereas when we were younger, there was lots of little lakes and bogs and and, and ditches and, and, and mm. places to explore. I suppose now it's just very much, you know, it's very commercial. Um, not everywhere, but it can be. And, I, and then I suppose with kids as well, like, you know, they have instant entertainment on their, their tablet and, and, yeah. and their phone. And they, it, it's kind of easier just to switch it on than to kind of go and make your own fun. But then when I do see my own kids, when they do get that opportunity and they do go and they, do, they are out and something happens and they love it. Mm. And hours go by and they love it and they want to go out again and again and do the same thing. And I, I think it just sparks something in them that they didn't know was there. So, yeah. I think it's interesting as well uh, on, a, on a slightly different thing with regards to like towns or like even growing up in estates and stuff like that. I'm kind of freaked out and, and I know they're good for the environment and, and all that. And I, and I agree with that, obviously. I'm kind of freaked out by how silent those electric cars are. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like it at all. <laughs> no, because I, it's just the, um, you know, I, I cycle and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. Like I live out in the country as well, but like on the on the main road and the way in, it's fine. But if you're in the smaller roads, you'd hear a tractor or a, or a regular car coming up behind you. But you wouldn't necessarily with that. So it's I suppose like I didn't think of that as in there's bigger bigger machinery on farms and stuff like that. And we always hear about that, you know, those advertisements and stuff about like the dangers on the farm. And I guess it it bleeds into the parents' minds, you know, that that there is more dangers now and that they have to kind of keep them a bit more under wraps. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, definitely with the, the silent cars, it, it does, because I think you have an inbuilt kind of um, protection where mm. you think, okay, I need to, whatever, you know, well, yeah. if, if that's switched off, then you're kind of, you're very exposed. Um, I was actually, yeah, there was something about for blind people. It's it's really yeah. it's really dangerous because um, I'm not like I think there's a like a sound that you have to switch on in the cars uh, and people are not oh. switching them on, and for blind people that can be really dangerous because their senses are so heightened, you know, yeah. with, the, with the sound, and if they switch them off, their dogs don't 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 uh, react the same. Their guide dogs and and obviously they don't have that that alarm to say you know mm. there's something coming so yeah like there's so many like these developments like they always have such a knock-on effect for things you wouldn't really you know yeah they're great and you i suppose you just wouldn't you know necessarily think about those kind of um things that don't help the, the larger population um so maggie then um when did you first become aware of mental health yeah i was thinking about this and it's kind of funny because it's stuck in my head all like yeah i just kind of did stick in my head because the first time i suppose i would have heard the word mental health was um i think i was in maybe i'd say i was in maybe second or third year in school and um there was um an essay or a, a competition maybe a, a 
a literary competition. It was the Cecil Day Lewis competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think either it it supports mental health or the team of the 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 competition was mental health. And I remember my teacher now. I on my part, I spent a lot of time daydreaming when I was in school. So I probably could have missed a lot of, of what she was doing when she was explaining it. But I remember thinking, I just don't get this at all. What mm. is she talking about? What is mental health? And she didn't explain it. And I remember always having that question in my head, like, what is she talking about? Mm. Do you know? It was it, it was so basically that went over my so it's still the words stuck in my head. And then as years went by, I discovered, okay, so that means depression, anxiety. Okay, yeah. I know lots about that. Um so it, it was kind of a funny thing, like if she had explained it, then and maybe then I would have kind of like would have triggered something in me to to kind of, you know, but no, it just I just remember thinking, what is she talking about? You yeah, know? it's it's very strange to kind of, I guess, assume that the the students are going to know what this term is. Yeah, yeah, I I, I remember it. I definitely didn't get it. And uh, I suppose I was 90 in the 90s, 92, yeah. 93. So, yeah, maybe the word wasn't wasn't common or, or wasn't in my world anyway. So, yeah, I, yeah. I remember not getting it at all. <laughs> it's Yeah, I would look, that's the same, though. It's like I wouldn't have known what it was at that age, you know, and, and definitely in the 90s, you know, it's, it wasn't like I, I've spoken again about the Americans being ahead of us when it comes to those kind of things. And maybe that kind of assumption came from the idea that this is well known in, in the States and stuff. So I guess our students will know it as well. So it's it's kind of, yeah. but I'm glad, obviously, the more I talk to people, the more I realise that like in schools now, it is becoming more of a thing. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's great, like even for, for you know, primary school kids to know that these things exist, like and mm-hmm. to know if they're experiencing anxiety or or any kind of troubles that that you know people understand and they can help them and it's not there's nothing wrong with it and they can you know it's it's normal you know a hundred percent um so how would you describe um your style of of painting painting oh i like painting is, is um it's it's for me i can relate to to painting as in i was always artistic always creative but I, I just didn't know that there was a, a way of, of kind of bringing that into my everyday life. So I would have been in school. I would have been very much focused on, but I wasn't focused because I was a very much a daydreamer person. But um, I, I knew I had to get a good job. I knew I had to go to college and, and I wanted to go to art college. And I remember it was very, um, it was very I found it very difficult back then to see a path for me and what I wanted to do. And um, I remember I said, okay, well, I'll do a portfolio and I'll, I'll apply. And I applied to two colleges only, which was ridiculous. Um, and one was the NCAD and the other was Dunleary. And I got Dunleary and I didn't get NCAD. And because I didn't get NCAD, I was like, oh, you know, may, like maybe this isn't for me. And um, maybe, you know, I should, I'm not good enough. I suppose I just thought I'm not good enough. I didn't get it. I'm not good enough. So I, I went and I did my leave insert and I, I ended up doing marketing in college. And I, I actually loved marketing, and but I, I always loved art. Art was my my thing. It was just, um, just I, I just can't even describe what it is like for me. It's, it's just such a, like, it's, 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 it's an outlet. It's always there. It's, it's like the best thing I can ever do, like, it, you know, is just to sit and paint and, and it just gives me so much back and, um so in those in the years in college 
I didn't paint. Um, I didn't I, like it was art and creativity more so than I, I didn't know that painting was going to be there or that was something that I could do. Um, so, um, yeah, it, no matter what I was doing, whether it was in college or when I was in work, I was always trying to find the creative side. And I put so much effort into that part of whatever I was doing. And, and uh, I suppose I knew I knew that I should be an artist. I, I knew it, but I just didn't think it was possible. So, yeah, life kind of changed. And, um, yeah, I, I suppose about when I was, I think I was 40. So, yeah, about five years ago, I just, um, yeah, I, I, I was in the house here and we were renovating the house. And, you know, I was busy with kids and everything. And I decided to take an art class. And um, that's when I did my first painting it was five years ago. And I just knew as soon as I started painting that I was going to keep doing it. I didn't know anything or where or why, but I knew I had to keep doing it. And um, I, so I just kept painting and, and it, it just kind of evolved then. And um, so my style, getting back to your question, I think I'm kind of, I, I see it as a kind of a journey. So um, as I, I, I feel like I, I want to know everything about it. So I, I, I want to I want to paint. I want to learn. I want to kind of keep developing. And I, I just um, I want to just keep going. And I, I think I'm just kind of I'm just going with it. If you like, I I. I love there's certain things I I'm getting to know that I love and I love portraiture. Um I just love I love people and I love looking at people's faces and I love looking at, you know, um just different things about um, you know, just a look or a, a feeling or a memory is triggered so much by just by just one capture. And I think that's that's amazing and it's so interesting for me. Um yeah, so that I think my style I, I kind of was worried at the start, you know, my style and I loved all different types of styles. Yeah. I loved like um, when I was in school, I loved um, surrealism and I do still love surrealism and I love kind of like the crazy and the mad. <laughs> but but when I'm actually painting and I finish a painting, the best, the most satisfaction I get is from something that I've, um, I, that just, just means something to me and I can see mm-hmm. something in I, just uh, like if it's a portrait something in the in their face that you know it's not just a picture of a face that there's something else there and that that gives me like a great I just feel that I've done a good job then so I think um you know from from someone who doesn't paint but obviously I admire um I admire any kind of art but painting in particular but when I look at portraits I I I often think that they may be the hardest to paint um yeah because there's a well, this is why I see it like there's a certain amount of responsibility on the artist to get this right, really. Like, you don't want to, yeah, I know darkness. you did, yeah, you, I know you did Countess Markovitz, for example. Yeah. And like, that's like she is such a you know, famous and admired person that to get that to take that task on, I would feel a, a, a quite a bit of responsibility. Yeah, I suppose I, I didn't think too much about it. Um, I, I I always admired her. I always when when I first heard of her, um, you know, in my history class, I was like, oh wow, this is a woman because it's very like it, you know when you when you're a, a girl and it's very hard to find, um, especially at the the time when 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 I was in, in primary school, everything is men, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's you know all, there was all the men and then 
who's one woman and you're just like who is this woman you know like yeah. and how does she and what did she do and how did she do it and and why why mm. why did she do that and she had everything like she had she was gentry she had married um account she 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 was an artist as well but she um she she was different and she did she saw something more and that's so interesting uh, for me that someone saw something more um in life and a, a, a higher purpose I suppose than just you know you know being a wife or mm-hmm. a mother or living in her, her palace or whatever wherever she was her mansion or wherever so um yeah I just I, I just was really interested in her and I, I read her uh, books uh, books about her and uh, yeah I when I I had saved her pic that that uh, picture of her when she was in um when she was uh, her mugshot really mm. and uh, I was like uh, it was just her expression in that 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 mugshot was just like she didn't care and, yeah. and she said something to the soldiers like uh, she said something oh something really smart like like as if I don't care like you know this is not going to get to me or whatever like if she was going to be sentenced to death and she didn't care she was kind of really defiant still and I just there was something in that that I wanted to paint it but I even like I just took up um, a piece of I think it was it wasn't even canvas I painted it on which I kind of regretted later but um, it was a just a a board a kind of like a hard board and um, I painted I started painting her and and it worked and the more I painted I got to see this expression in her face and uh, yeah so like that that was it it wasn't I wasn't I was doing that for me it wasn't it was just something I, I wanted to paint had to paint so it was I suppose I didn't feel any responsibility it was just it just it just happened I suppose yeah and like and maybe that is what made it so good maybe that the, you know the freedom that you had that you felt yeah, oh, definitely. you yeah. know I, I think that yeah. and, and the likeness is there if you like we'll we'll talk about your instagram uh, page of course but the, the it's the first picture that i saw that you, you know when i went to your page and followed you and it, obviously it was it was such a stand-up because you know instantly who it is like it's a famous picture yeah. that people you know who grew up in ireland and learned history in ireland yeah. will know and i think it, it stood out so much um when when you are painting um uh, the way you speak about it, obviously, is you're so, it's something that you love. Like, but how therapeutic is it for you? It's oh, it's amazing. Um, I suppose for me, it just takes you know everything else kind of goes out the window. That's the only thing that I can do. Where everything mm. else just I don't think about it. I'm I'm thinking about what I'm painting, and if I'm listening to something on on a podcast or. I, I'll I kind of tune into that, but it, it completely switches me off from everything else. And I, I really need that. And um, yeah, it's brilliant. And if I don't paint, I really feel I need to paint. So. I think it's funny, though, isn't it? Like, Maggie, that like everybody kind of needs that something like that, that that they can switch off and whether it's go for run or something artistic or, or, or you know, whatever it might be. Um, and some people don't have it. And I think that's the great thing about art yeah. in general is that, like, dip your toe in the water and see, like, you know, pick up a paintbrush yeah, and see. Yeah, exactly. You can't, like, you can't get it I, wrong. Like, so many people say that to me and I say, like, you know, they'd love to paint. Just paint. Just yeah. do it. it. doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I know when I started, I, 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 I know that I had a certain amount of ability that I always had, but I never, I like, I, I wouldn't have dreamed that I'd paint the way I paint now, mm. but it just came. And it, it, like, if you, if you wanted that much, and if you want to paint and you love to paint, just paint, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter. Get what it wrong. Comes as long as you have got something from it. Um, I was listening to your podcast, um, uh, Kieran Highland mm. and, um, 
I follow Kieran and I have always been kind of like um I never really knew where he was coming from from just his Instagram and oh I just laughed so much at him and I really got him then at the yeah. end of it it was just so funny and uh I just thought he was so funny um what he gets out of painting he, like yeah. he really what he gets the energy in his paintings and that made so much sense then when when I I listened to the podcast and he's gas like he's he's very funny um, but yeah, I love, love his paintings. I absolutely love yeah. them. But they're, they're totally like his self-expression. Yeah. And it's just totally what he gets out putting that paint on canvas and the colours. Yeah, I really get that because, um, say, if I'm doing a really tricky painting, sometimes I just lash out and I'll do a, an abstract just to get the colours and the just to get everything kind of like out. And then I go back and I start painting kind of, you know, back kind of more controlled. But I really get that. And if that gives you so much, you know, you know, if it gives you so much, you, you should do it. Like if you want yeah. to do it, the end result and what people think doesn't matter. No, and that, that's a that's a Highland original there. He, he, he was very kind to send that on to me. But but I think about when I do talk to someone like Kieran, like uh, the fact that he you know, he started not too long ago himself. Yeah, and, yeah. um, you know, he's so energetic. Like, he wouldn't sit down for the podcast. He had to stand up, you know, and that, this kind of <laughs> stuff. And it, it makes him so unique, but it also makes, uh, it, it also makes sense. And I think that's what's yeah. funny about it. Like, um, he, de- uh, <laughs> he described, like, um, uh, Salvador Dali is just, just some mel- melting yeah, clock. <laughs> I just laugh so much. And, and you know, I actually, I used to love <laughs> Salvador Dali and it's just he what he's getting out of painting isn't bendy clocks and it's yeah. not it's none of that he gets it's 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 about taking out his energy and his mm. energy are in his paintings and it's a completely like all like I think it's brilliant I think that's yeah. brilliant and I think you know people need to be aware like you know that they can do that they, if you want to do that just do it and don't be worrying about you know what people think or, or whatever and his paintings are amazing and they're yeah. lovely like they're just really like there's is so much energy in him and it made so much sense listening to him and connecting his paintings to him because they, they, they they're exactly their painting the paintings are him yeah and uh, it, it just it was, it was brilliant to listen to him um but like everybody gets their own different things out of painting and some people are really meticulous and and um you know they'll mix and blend their colors before and everything will be mapped out and um like I I I'm kind of I suppose I'm I'm definitely not the, the meticulous because I like I am that's my that's my oh <laughs> there you go my paints are everywhere it, I would be ashamed to really show you <laughs> because like I I'm I am definitely more experimental and I can't I, I'm just I'm never the meticulous per- yeah. person I, I never map out anything I I'm I just go and and whatever comes up, it comes up. And the, if the colours are, are all in my head and I don't have any formula. Now, I've done courses and I, I find them really good, but I can never stick to what they're teaching me. I always go back to the way I, I do it. Yeah. And I find that kind of funny um, because uh, it's just kind of like the way I am with everything. And I just I suppose I just continue maybe. Yeah, I think I thought Kieran's um, his approach was just brilliant, and I just think anyone should listen to that because it's just it's great. It's great, but it's I found it so amazing over the last three years and a bit that I've been doing this that the people who I. Uh, artists in general talked about, but if if I'm talking about people who who work with paints and stuff like that, um, the huge difference in in the styles that can be created, but 
how you can almost when you talk to the people sorry, that's no that's sorry oh we've had a we've had a rooster and everything interrupt our podcast at one point so don't <laughs> worry about dog but it, the the um you can feel that the, you can see the painting you know those paintings when you talk to the people, they make more sense or something. There's like a connection between the two, like you said with Kieran. But I could say that for everyone I've spoken to, it, it's made more sense when I've spoken to the artist. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, I definitely think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I can see, you know, people who are very meticulous with their their painting tend to have a very kind of organized studio, and their life is very organized. Yeah. And I suppose it, it is. It, it, I think the painting for me is a continuation of my life, and, <laughs> and I suppose, yeah, I try not to. I try not to be a mess, or but yeah, it just it just happens, and like I, that's just it. I just have to go with it. Here's a, here's the one for you. Okay. So this is a more of a technical side of things. And I, I've noticed that you are very good at this in particular. And I remember hearing this years ago. It might have even been in school that hands are very difficult to draw slash paint. Why yeah. are hands so difficult to draw? Do you think? Yeah. I suppose it's just all um, the angles and the shadows because mm. there's so many different, uh, there's so many different parts, uh, you know, you all interacting and, and all your fingers can go different ways. And then they, class different shadows and you still they're different lengths and yeah the yeah but I actually love painting hands um it's um I love it it's yeah. a challenge and um I love hands um not my own but <laughs> <laughs> I love hands and uh, yeah I think they're really interesting because um I just remember hands like I remember in detail my granny's hands um both my granny's hands I for some reason it, I just think you know it's 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 a um just something I love to paint as well. Mm. And um my sister's hands are the very same as my daughter's hands. And I, I'm painted oh. I've painted a portrait of my daughter at the moment and her hands and her toes are exactly the same as my sister's. Oh. And it just it just it's just crazy. Um yeah. I love but hands. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's funny, like I suppose if you I suppose if you uh, approach the work as if, oh God, the hands are next. They're never, they're never going to be right. You know, it's like if you embrace the subject matter, I think it's like, oh, this might, yeah, this might be yeah, easier. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think if it's something that you're, yeah, I, I, I actually, I know because I've heard artists say like they love it, um, to, to ha- see like an, an easy painting is one that has no hands or feet. Yeah. And, um, I'm kind of going, but, but I actually love the hands and feet. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, it's, it's, and then I, I love eyes as well. Um, you know, I love painting eyes as well. Um, because I think there's so much expression in eyes if you get it right. And it's difficult. It is difficult, but I think, you know, like, I, and yeah, you can be fighting with the canvas and it doesn't always go right and whatever, yeah. but you keep going. And, and I suppose, you know, I, I'll keep going until I get it the way I want it. And if I don't, you know, I'll just move on and do something. But, you know, it's, I suppose it's a challenge, and mm. I, I like I like it. that's that's kind of what what makes me love it. Um, it's a challenge. Is there like, and you talked about eyes as well, and that's something that I've noticed a lot. Is there like st- a certain amount of sadness in your portraits? Yeah, people say that, and I, yeah. I, I oh God, I, I don't know. I suppose, yeah. Um, everyone says like every portrait you do is really a portrait, a self portrait. Uh, I don't know if I'm sad. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, look. It's, it's hard it's hard to look at yourself and, and see but maybe maybe that, that's what, what what it is that I that's what I see yeah. um, I don't know or maybe that's what kind of gets my attention I don't I don't know I, I, actually, but I, admit, I don't know I, I think that it's a testament to your work though because if you're painting people and like 
but the whole idea of eyes are the windows of the soul and stuff. And if you if you see the the eyes in a painting and you can sense uh, you know a sadness in it, I think it's it's yeah. a kind of a job done. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's yeah exactly. Like that's what attracts me to something is something kind of deeper. I think. Yeah. If if you know if, it, if I'm looking for something to paint or, but I I don't kind of generally look for something to paint. Something comes to me and I, mm. I go. I want to paint that, you know, and, and, and yeah, I, I think that's, yeah. That's, if that's fair. I, and I want to ask you, I, I think it has to be uh, talked about this house that you've, uh, tell us a little bit, because, because people are going to follow you after this, I guess, and, and look up this, this, the house I'm talking about, because I won't be able to do it justice. Uh, you know, it's just something that's quite outstanding and beautiful to look at, but you've come a long way from, I guess, when you acquired it. Yeah, so um, 2014. Um, yeah, the house has been a journey, I suppose. Um, it hasn't been like I love the house. It's it, there's something about it. I suppose it's the same thing. Something captures you. Um, so I would have we we viewed the house. It was on my birthday actually in January, and it was probably the most miserable day you could ever imagine. It was raining. It was kind of I think it was windy. I think there had been a storm just before, and it really looked as like it's a beautiful house. Um, I, I, I don't, yeah, I suppose it's kind of for someone to say that about their own house is kind of, but it is a beautiful house. I suppose I can't take credit for it. It's, it's an old house. Um, it was built in 1840. It was remodeled in 1840. We don't know what was here before. Um, and we love it. We do love it. Um, it's, um, so yeah, it's, it, it has been a journey. Um, it's been, it's kind of been a, a difficult kind of journey in lots of ways because um my husband um uh, Dave he is um suffering from MS and um he would have been diagnosed um I suppose how many years now 15 plus years ago okay. and um when we bought the house he was in really good health and his health has kind of declined so um we're kind of working on getting him back and um, there's a lot of issues with his back and his spine and he's had a lot of operations so when we came first we were dealing with none of that and mm. it was all very uh, exciting and we did it and he put a lot of work um, into it and um, in the last maybe five years um, you know things have been difficult he's had a lot of operations and um, I suppose for me uh, it's not what we had imagined yeah. I suppose our life would have been like and and being here and um like it is a lot of work here it's a lot of work for both of us um you know uh so um as much as I absolutely love the house it kind of has a little bit of sadness that way for yeah. me as well that it's not what, what what I imagined it would be but then that's life nobody's life goes according to plan and um you know um I suppose I see more important things in life um, yeah. and the house is beautiful. And, and so many people say, oh, the house is beautiful. And then they say something like, oh, you're so lucky. And I know that seems a part that like, you're so lucky. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful house. But a life isn't about where you live. It's, yeah. it's about your health and your mental health and your physical health. And if you don't have that, you know, having a beautiful house isn't going to make up for it. Um, not for me anyway. And um yeah, so I suppose, yeah, that's kind of the story of the house. And it is a beautiful, beautiful house. And I mean, I know I'm very lucky to live here. Um, there's been a huge amount of work, you know, a huge mm. amount of work, a sacrifice, you know, and Dave has worked very, very hard, um, you know, even to buy the house and to do it up. And uh, 
you know, I suppose you give it all back, you know, for health. And that, of course, I could, like and that, you know, obviously I didn't know that about your your husband and, and uh, yeah. you know, when you when you look back at a kind of. He could do it. Sorry, that's my dog again. That's all right. He could do a podcast with you himself. I think. I'm sure he could. Yeah, I'm sure. Character. Uh, but I, I, I think you know, there, for two people to take on something, and I know you did, you did it before. You told me before we we started recording here that you you did it before in a in a house in Wexford and stuff. Um, yeah. What is it as a as a you know as a partnership that you have? Um, why do you think that you want to take on such big tasks like this? Because I think, yeah, okay. Because I, because, because to me, it's like, I think I'd say for myself, I, I won't say for anyone else, but for myself, I'm thinking like, if I had the resources to buy a house, I'm just going to buy one that's finished. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, I like, obviously there's something in it for both of you that you really enjoy. Yeah. I suppose, um, Dave, um, Dave loves um, architecture and uh, he's a building surveyor and he always, we always both loved old houses, always, always um, just there's something, you know, maybe the two of us have that same, same thing that we, you know, I, I, and I think a lot of artists have that if I, if, you know, they have that thing where they just, you know, uh, maybe it's a, a romantic thing or, mm-hmm. or I, I don't know. I think it's just a history and, you know, every room has history and every detail has history. And I, I suppose it, it just triggers your imagination maybe. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and I would think he's the same. And yeah, it was just something we wanted to do. And there's always a connection. So the house that um, we did in Wexford was actually the house I used to go on holidays when I was little okay. uh, down beside the sea. So uh, my mom used to work in a pharmacy and the owners had um, this cottage in Wexford and uh, we used to go down um, and was beside the sea in Federton Sea. And uh, we used to go down as we, when we were little and um, by some chance I seen it for sale and it was derelict. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the house that we used to go to. So we ended up buying that house. Um, oh, God, that was 2000 and maybe 10 and um doing it up now it was a very small cottage uh i suppose <laughs> compared to here there's no comparison i said yeah. I, you'd only do a house like this once we actually did that little house and it was it was even though there was a lot of work and dave did a lot of work himself um it was uh it, you know it was compared to here it was it was you know it was nothing really um but um yeah, there was. There's always a story, I suppose. You know, it's a maybe a romantic thing that I have, and maybe he just goes along with it. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that house is very special to to us, and I I think it's it's not just about it's definitely not about developing, and and it's and it's definitely it's I I don't know what it is, but it just I suppose the two of us just like when we viewed this house, it was it was as I said, it was a really bad day, and. um Everything was was you know it was it was raining so the the, the water was coming in through the roof and <laughs> you could see the leaks and I remember thinking I love this but I was like he will never buy this yeah. house because there's just too much wrong and he as he's a building surveyor he would be able to see like even more than I can see that that's wrong but he came out and he was like I love it I love it I want to buy it so yeah so yeah maybe the two of us have that thing I don't know <laughs> maybe you do and like. You know, just after talking to you for the last half hour, like, is history 
something that's very important to you because we talked about Count Markovitz and we're talking about yeah. like a house that from the 1840s obviously it's something that's very important to you yeah it is like um I don't know why and I'm not very good at like I, w- I wouldn't be one that be kind of like reeling off dates and, and <laughs> um, events and everything but I think it's more people and mm. I think it's yeah it's more people like we found in the house here um, an inscription um upstairs and they were taking off some panelling and in behind it was an inscription from 1901 and it was a carpenter and he had inscribed um it was a kind of a rebellious kind of thing and I suppose the house here would have been you know a gentry um you know um people in it and and uh, they would have been um you know uh, what would you call it loyalists or whatever and uh, it was kind of like, you know, Irishmen, you know, take up your arms and fight. And, you know, he would have definitely went to to jail for if he had been caught writing that in this mm. house. Like, and I just thought that was so special. It just really like it really, you know, kind of I was like, oh, my God, he was so brave. Yeah. And he put his name and his date of birth and everything <laughs> on it and his address. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely going to, you know, and then, you know, for it to be discovered, you know, um, how many years later, nearly a hundred years later. And this is before, you know, even the rising or anything. And it was just, I just thought it was brilliant. It's one you of know? those things, like when you, when you look at a house like that and you, you hear those stories of these houses, like were burned down to the ground, yeah. you know, uh, during the, you know, the, the, the 1910s 1920s and um you kind of hear what you kind of think like what a waste like what could have been of these places what we could have made of them like you've you've turned yours around to like i know you're saying like it's livable and stuff but you have an airbnb in there as well yeah we have an airbnb there's a cottage um it probably was part of the series of stables and that go with it with the house here and um it kind of the groom's cottage Mm -hmm. and um it was there for a long time with nothing and I was kind of trying to to do it up, and I was just working on it myself. And um, we we obviously had done a lot of of the the plumbing and all that was done. So I was just trying to kind of get it to a standard where you could have people in it for Airbnb. Yeah. And uh, then COVID came along. I had bookings, and then COVID came along, so we we stopped. Uh, we had to cancel those bookings, and obviously everything was cancelled then. And then I started after. So last year was our first guest, and um, okay. yeah, we rented out. It's nice to have it used. Um, you know, we're kind of a little bit, as, as Dave said, like, you know, he, he loves this. Like it, it's completely, we're, we're miles away from, well, not miles, but we're a good distance away from any neighbours. And it's it's completely peaceful here. Mm. And, you know, it, it's lovely to have it like that. But then we're sharing, when we have Airbnb, you're sharing it. And uh, and it is, lo- and I love to see people and people enjoying it and looking at the house and, kind of going for walks we have um, an artificial lake down and um, kind of in some woodland and it's it's a lovely for to see them enjoying it you know the way yeah. we do as well so yeah it's um, it's gorgeous yeah, it's good to use it yeah of course and but it's it you know going back to that kind of idea of whether it's um history or people you know and i think the the fact of you know knowing you for this very short period of time but you know seeing into into your art and stuff it seems to be people you know the idea of someone who likes to paint portraits and you know who takes um almost like great inspiration from seeing those that man you know writing the you know 1901 and so i think that's what you're kind of drawn to so it makes sense if like because a lot of people might think if they have a a house like you do or a a land a piece of land like you do that like 
I don't want other people near. Like I've worked so hard for this. Like I don't need people around. But you're you yeah, welcoming. No, no I, I I suppose maybe it, it it's it's where you're coming from and like that. You know, I I love that people share the same interest as mm. I do in, in it. And I suppose with Instagram, when I started Instagram, God, there's like it when it was 2017 or 18. Um, it was for that reason. It was it wasn't you know. It definitely wasn't, you know, look at my house or whatever. Yeah. It was definitely to share what I saw in the house and the architecture and just the different, like the fact that somebody designed the house and built the house the way it was built. And, you know, it's so unique. And um, I think it has to be shared and yeah. it's all part of our all our history. And, um, you know, even like the history of the people who worked here is so important. And I'd love to know more about different people that worked here. Yeah. And, um, you know, even different things like we get little hints, you know, in the stables, which is lovely because that part kind of was left as as, as is. And people used to write little inscriptions on the on the on the walls and. Some of them are really like, you know, they're, you know, it's, it's, it's just lovely to read them and yeah. to read the dates. They always put the dates on it and their handwriting is always lovely. You know, they had such lovely handwriting and, you know, and they're only writing graffiti. Really. Yeah. Like, it's not graffiti, but it's, it's today's, yeah. in today's terms, it's graffiti, but it's all done so lovely. And I love seeing that and I love finding stuff like that. And, uh, you know, even I found uh, like, you know, um, old pipes and um, somebody's tobacco and you know their whole set down yeah. in the sheds and I just thought wow you know this yeah. is somebody who worked here must have left it here uh, or never came back for it when they left or and you know just all here uh, you know the things for cleaning the pipe and you know it's just you know it's amazing yeah um, and you know even their ideas of how they kind of arrange things or or made things uh, you know you know around um yeah, no, I just even the gardens, how they laid out the garden, and yeah, like it's it's just lovely to see all that and trace it back. Yeah, people, you know, people love that as well because I think, thankfully, um, programs about houses and you know restorations and stuff has, seems to have pushed some of those cooking programs away because so many there's so many cooking programs at one point. You know, every <laughs> you turn on TV, so it's just, it was just everything. Yeah. So, so something else came in, you know, something new came in, and people kind of latched onto it. And I'm going to rip this off from another. Uh, TV show that I've seen once in my life. But do you have a, a favorite spot in the house? Um, yeah, I kind of do. Um, yeah, there's a few, I suppose. Um, you can only pick one. Though. I do. Yeah, I love sitting in the it's the drawing room. We call it the sitting room, but it's the drawing mm. room. And uh, I love sitting up there because um, there's big windows and the light comes in. And if I have to do something online or if I'm, you know, I I go up and sit there. It's really quiet and it's it's nice and you can you know you've kind of like it's just nice it's nice there yeah. um yeah like there is and down by the lake is very peaceful as well um there's just yeah I suppose that there's just different places and yeah when we came first we were always finding different places so it was, yeah, yeah. I mean to have a few is is I mean it's a bonus isn't it like to yeah. have more than one um another thing that people will uh, you know talk about on the podcast a lot will be um gardens and you know yeah. um how getting out into the garden is so beneficial to their their mental health are you are you wanting to kind of you know 
out being out in the garden, walking around the garden is one thing. Do you do a bit of gardening yourself, or do you just yeah, like to be I'm out there? I'm always out in the garden. I love oh, it. <laughs> nice. I love it. Um, I'm not like I. I don't know very much about garden, and I suppose I, I'm I'm learning as I go along. But like it kind of you have to here because it did like there was a huge garden here at some stage, and um, when we came first, it was completely overgrown. So there was a lot of clearing and whatever. But now I'm in the stage where I'm, I have my flowers, and I kind of like I'm not very um, I'm not very good at planting. Uh, I kind of go as I as I go along and if I like something so my I love purple so I have a lot of purple in the garden I have okay. a lot of lavender um yeah and I kind of treat it like I don't know I suppose nearly like a painting like as in it's a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there and that looks yeah. good or maybe you know or heights and uh, yeah different but I'm learning I'm learning and then yeah, um, I'm much better at gardening than I am at uh, indoor plants because I cannot okay. keep an indoor plant alive. But yeah, outside I can keep them alive. It's 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 easier. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think um, inside fake plants and outside real ones. Um, but I I I never really thought too much about gardening. But when we we were chatting to Collie Ennis was on and he was talking about how we should be, you know, um, keeping patches of the garden wild, you know, can they, you know, and, and obviously yeah. you've got the lake and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it made a lot of sense when he talked to him about it, like what I, what he meant. And I think yeah. I'm starting to say, it's really, it's really encouraging now to see that the people are starting to do it and you see it up in Trinity. They've yeah, got a little patch it. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, as you come in, we have a drive, um, there's, there's lime trees on the avenue and um, it, there's paddocks and we have them gone uh, we let them go wild in the summer and mm. uh, flowers and the bees and it, it's amazing uh, you just it, it's amazing just to see the wildlife and um, yeah you're very much with nature here and like you know this just, just like I lived in the country before and uh, it was I suppose because maybe it was a farm it was very active here is very quiet so we get to see a huge amount of nature like we've seen everything from bad to deer to everything like really uh, and it's great foxes and you know and squirrels and we've, we've really like yeah it's kind of like a little oasis I do think you know because it's kind of surrounded by farmland and then we're kind of like we've a lot of trees and there's like a little bits of woodland and garden and it, 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 yeah it's like you know and it's very quiet so I think you know the, the, the nature kind of responds to it and yeah I love to let like patches go wild as well um and even I've seen it like now they're kind of there's a kind of like a backlash against manicured lawns and they're saying yeah. just let them go wild and yeah like I'd be all for that like but a kind of in a way I can see as well if you do if you leave it too much it does like nature does take over as well so you have to kind of be careful with that too yeah it's it's it, it there is a kind of a happy medium to kind of find and I, I look again of course it it depends on the size of the lawn. Like you've got a little lawn, you're going to kind of just cut it and have a look and neat. And I, yeah. I get that. And exactly. this is what, yeah, exactly. yeah. You need, like, need that space. You need the space. And I think another thing is like, if we, you know, in the last 20 years have been told, um, the best way to have your garden is neat and tidy. So everybody kind of can see that it looks like neat and tidy. Then it's like, yeah. oh, well, fair enough. But, you know, when we hear people talk about, why we should do it and the, the the proper reasons why we should have it. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. You know, like saying the bees. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And, and, and it really, I think, um, I think, you know, we all have to kind of switch our brain back from what looks good to mm. what, what is good, you know, um, you, you know, manicured lawns look really good, 
but uh you know maybe we need to be like you know looking after the insects and everything mm. that we're, we're destroying when we when we have them and yeah and, and i think there's always like you can, there's always a compromise like as well you, you can have it like halfway between both you know and, yeah. and a little bit of both and if everybody does their little bit then you know it's great if everybody does it it's great yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's brilliant. It's very important. This is going to be a very unfair question to uh, ask, but percentage wise, how far are you along with the house that you want to have? Oh, oh, yeah. I, well, I'm kind of happy. <laughs> oh, <now>. good. <laughs> there are little bits that need to be done, but I, right. I kind of, I, I don't want to go really any further as in, you know, there's a lot when, when there's work going on in the house, it's very distracting and, yeah. you know, I suppose you kind of need your life as well. And um, I, I am happy as in, yeah, like there's, there's, there's bits and pieces to be done. But yeah, no, I don't think we'll do a huge amount more as in, you know, when I say there's bits, I, it's, it's kind of very small, uh, mm. but like they're just, they're just waiting to be done, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, you know, when you put up about painting the door and that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, you know, those kind of small bits. And I guess like whoever we're, speaking to whoever's listening to this probably thinking well I actually have a door to paint or you know I have something yeah, that needs yeah, to be exactly. fixed. It's, it's kind of that 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 everyday living I suppose everybody has you know you have to repaint parts and mm. you have to do different things it's just on a bigger scale but yeah I think we're we're kind of done that way I suppose yeah you, you like with any house you can keep going if you want to you know. Yeah but I don't you know. know how... kind of, I suppose you have to balance you know what you want your life. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much fun it is to just, you know, that like to keep going. And and there yeah. there has to be rustic bits along the way. You know, I think there has to be. Absolutely. And yeah. I think I, there's nothing worse for me. And this is just I suppose it's just a personal thing. But I when you when you, you get a house like here and um, you start and you bring somebody in and they completely take away everything that you loved about the mm. house in the first place, because, yeah. you know, for me, it's the character, it's all the quirky bits. It's yeah. all the, you know, um, the, the way things were laid out for a reason. And I don't want to lose the the reasons and the, the, the whole thing that captures your imagination in the first place. Um, you know, because the character goes and then like, you know, and, and that's fine if that's your taste. Yeah. But, you know, you could just buy and or build a house yep. uh, and leave that other house. Because yeah. even I get sad because sometimes you see um, a country house auction and you see a house and it's so original and all the original things are in it that have yeah. been like collected over so many years and like centuries and and they're all divided up and spread away in an auction and and the house is just left like a shell and then some developer comes in and and kind of turns into a hotel or or you know kind of completely wipes the character of the house away and yeah. I kind of go oh no like I suppose could be for me there's so much in that uh, that house by leaving it it's, you know as it is you know I think that's what makes you know our country very appealing to to people and and you know Americans we sorry to use you as an example but. Um, you know, w- w- when they come across and their history is obviously not as long and deep as ours and to, to, to come across and not have those things that, you know, show who we are or who we have been. Yeah, and and yeah, I think it's, exactly. a, a, yeah, it's a real shame to just let that kind of go by. And um, so I, I have to ask this. I, I don't know if you have spare time, but if you do have spare time, what do you like to do with it? Uh-huh, paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love, I actually love travel, but we haven't been doing a huge amount of travel 
Um, but uh, lately, but um, I love travel. I, like I, there's, I, it's just something I love to do. I've, I've always loved travel. Um, and that's even, you know, I, I love kind of, you know, traveling within Ireland and, and kind of just seeing different places. And um, yeah, I, I love that. I love art galleries. Um, I love uh, anything creative. I love yeah. like even going into a craft shop or um, just anything creative. I'm, I'm there. I just love it. Yeah, I was in, um, this, this wasn't something that I knew I liked, I suppose, but, um, I was up in Dunleary and I was in, uh, I, I went into this like small, uh, art shop, you know, um, get gallery more than an art shop, I should say, but there's lots of, you know, paintings of the surroundings, you know, like into Black Rock and, and Dunleary and stuff. And I was just kind of in there for a few minutes. It was lashing rain outside and I was just thinking, well, why not to come into more of these places? They're, they're so relaxing, first of all. Yeah. And they're so, rewarding and kind of inspiring as well because you see you know you know you see what people like they would have what what I loved about it was they would have like a painting on the wall of of the you know one of the peers in Dunleary and next would someone will have like painted uh, one of those old packets of chewy fruits you know like so it it would have such like quirky stuff and then kind of like we were talking at the start the difference in in styles that people have and I was just kind of walking around there kind of hoping it wouldn't stop raining because that's why i was in there as i found myself in there um and i I do like that's what i probably don't do enough of when i go in somewhere i'm like right i'm going in here to get something and then i go on yeah yeah. it's never don't let yourself no give myself Mm -hmm. the time to have a little wander around um i don't know why i don't do it um i wanted to ask you also like when you're i know you talked about uh, when you're painting you listen to podcasts um why do you why do you is it just do you not have to think the paint about the painting as much and you're able to kind of tune into the podcast more? I don't know. I right. actually do think about that myself sometimes. I don't, I don't know. Right. It's like, a, it's like when I'm painting the podcast, I'm there in the podcast. So yeah. the painting is kind of, a, I'm in a different place with that and I can paint, I paint better. I, I, oh. I, maybe I'm not overthinking the painting. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, but yeah, like even like I get really into some of the podcasts, like some are uh, the last one I was looking at this and it was, a, uh, I really I was into it. It was, a uh, um, about a serial killer in Australia. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? But it was like, it was just like, uh, so compelling to listen. Yeah. And I was just painting away and I, I, I yeah, that's just uh, strange. <laughs> I don't I, know. But I, and I listened to. Uh, when I'm running, I listen to podcasts and I listen to so much about true crime and stuff. And I've had people on to talk about why we're fascinated in true crime and, and you know, and like sometimes I will be listening and it depends on who we're listening, you know, it's about. So say I was listening to one recently about the, the murders of Tupac and Biggie Small. So, yeah. so that's one thing. But then when you listen to something that's way more graphic and horrible, you're kind of going, why am I putting myself through this? But sometimes I come <laughs> out of it. You know what I mean? Like, and then this, but sometimes I come out of it and I think to myself, well, thank, you know, thankfully I'm kind of normal. Like that, that, you know, that I can, I can move away from this stuff and appreciate that like none of this stuff would be ever, you know, in my head. None of that, you know, it's, it's a weird yeah, thing. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think it's really good to know that, People mm. like that exist, yeah. and and I think I'm just kind of fascinated to think that somebody that can go that far mm. away from normality and and you know 
Yeah. It's bizarre. So, I, I, I think I, that uh, maybe that's it. It's just fascinating that way. And it's real. I suppose that that edge to it that it's real. And yeah. And Andy, there's a, there's like an interest in psychology as well. Yeah. Uh, do I have? No, I think in general, I think we do general, have an interest. Yeah, 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 you know. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's good to know these things. And, mm. and you know, you can kind of live in your own bubble. And, and it's not, that's not a good thing either. And it's, yeah. I think podcasts are great to kind of, I suppose for me, when I started painting, I was like, is this an obsession or is there something wrong with me that, I, that I'm drawn to? I have to do this. And yeah. when I listen to other artists now, I'm kind of going, okay, well, yeah, I'm like that. That's me. And then there's some artists that are, have come at it totally different and they have a different reasons and they have different, you know, but I can, I can, I can find ones that are, yeah, that's exactly why yeah. I do it. Or, all right. You know, you just, I suppose you just, you know, it's great to connect that way as well um, and to listen to other artists and to listen to their viewpoints I think it's brilliant so I always kind of seek out first um, kind of artists um, and then I was listening to your um, your your po- uh, podcast on um, music yeah. and uh, how music and mental health and that really kind of made me think as well because I kind of have this thing with music that it takes me it, it gets to me too much and right. I, I kind of push it away because I don't, I, I don't want to go there with some things yeah. that come up. Like, I suppose, yeah, they're too deep sometimes. And and then even you were listening, it was about the prodigy, was it? Um, mm. In the nightclubs. And I was kind of going, yeah, I, I I don't want to listen to that. I just don't want to listen to that because it brings back too many memories of certain mm. things that I yeah. don't want to, to go there. And it, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a really, fu- it was a fun one uh, because, the reaction that people had to it, you know, the people like, like you're, you know, like you were just kind of going, oh, I didn't, I didn't think of it in, in it that way. Like they thought about music in an enjoyable way and whatever, but they didn't think about it in the way that like, uh, from the point of view, first of all, of the person writing the music, the pain that they might've been going through. Yeah. But, but it's interesting. Like when you talk about that, because, you know, would you be able to paint and listen to that music? Because no. yeah, you see, it's interesting. No, I can't. And and I and even like I I kind of envy people that can enjoy certain times in certain situations. Okay, I, I like music, uh, but sometimes it just I can't. I can't listen to the words, or yeah. I, maybe it's because I associate them with certain things. But even but sometimes, and then if if I really want to convey how I'm feeling, and I find this if you you know with Instagram, if you're doing say a reel or you're doing something, and you're trying to find the words that to say what what you're feeling and it's funny because the johnny cash um um i can't remember the name you, you mentioned it in that podcast the the oh uh, the song uh yeah i know it. Oh, god i hurt myself hurt hurt myself yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I had used that one for one oh, of my reels okay. and I, I was really drawn to the words of that song and i i love i love johnny cash's the way he sings and I, yeah, like then you see, but it's there and I love it, but I have to, I can't always listen to it, I suppose. Yeah. And I, I think that's particularly haunting because when someone writes a song about a particular subject, which was about addiction, and then Johnny Cash sings it at, at the age he sang it at, and it took on a completely different meaning with the same yeah. words. And it was, it's a haunting song. And I can understand. And yeah, yeah it's, there's some, um, it's like when we, when someone, you know, when we're young, someone breaks up with us and we go to our room and listen to the saddest songs, you know, we can think of. And it's like, I'm not sure that's what we should be doing, but it's the right thing to do at the time, 
you know it's, it's... yeah it feels maybe the right thing to do yeah I just yeah I suppose maybe people feel things a little bit deeper and and, and a songwriter would definitely kind of that's their gift and that's their their way of mm-hmm. getting in and you know maybe you connect with that and some people I just I, I, I do envy people that love music and that can have you know just put on a song and we see it with some songs to just get me to me too much yeah. that I don't want to go into that place and I, I just kind of say okay I can't listen to that now I understand it. I think I just go there and then I regret it afterwards. I think that's what yeah, I do. Maybe, but, and maybe that's the aim of the songwriter is to, to, it's to, to get you yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that, you know, their job is done, you know. That's true. Listen, Maggie, where can people follow you or, or you know, if they want to go to the Airbnb and stuff like that, where can they find it? Yeah, um, so I'm on Instagram, um, Maggie Deering Art. I think that's the latest one. <laughs> Um, yeah, Maggie Deering Art and um, my even, yeah, on Airbnb, I'm in Carlo in, yeah. in um, Ireland. And um, yeah, that's it. I, I don't yeah. do Facebook. Uh, I don't do uh, Twitter. Um, so, yeah, it's mostly Instagram. You're or dead my right. You've been um, you've been an absolutely brilliant guest. Thank you very much for coming on. If you wouldn't mind sticking around for one minute, we'll do the little uh closing thing i'll take a photo and then we will go on our way okay yeah brilliant um Thanks, i need Sarah. to thank oh you're welcome i need to thank john for all the uh technical stuff um i always thank my mom my dad it's actually um father's day today as we record not when this comes out um uh, my granddad uh Jaron calvin uh subscribe to us on youtube or on facebook instagram obviously follow the podcast and Maggie at the same time um, we're on Twitter for some reason still uh, we're, uh, you can find us on Spotify Apple Anchor Google Podcasts all the other ones obviously thanks to everyone who came on and uh, listened today or watched or whatever they did and once again Maggie thank you very much you're very welcome thank you everyone else uh, yeah see you next week bye